Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, JC. Take it for me for just a second. All right, I got it. One, two, three. Oh, you got to turn the light on. (laughs) Turn the light on. I forgot to turn the light on. I was noticing, hey, everybody, welcome to the show. We got um, people popping in. Don't forget now that uh, you need to come and put your thumbs up and also give us your, where are we there, your subscribe button right there and be a part of our audience, be a part of our show Welcome now. Hey, have you guys noticed, JC, how often do you get onto YouTube, like, on a regular basis? Mm, well, let me ask know. Let me ask you Once this. A day, maybe. Do you visit our mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. How yeah. many times do you click on a show and get a Biden ad? It was happening a lot. Uh, last week or so. Okay, then. Today I, I got thought candy, I was going crazy. Candy Crush. You get Candy Crush today? That's what I got today. I've like for days, days, days in a row, mm. I have been getting uh, Biden. And I was, and a lot of people were telling me yeah. that they were getting every time I turned. But it wasn't just our show. It was like every time I went to YouTube, they had tagged me to get a Biden ad. Yeah, last week I think I got a Biden ad every single YouTube video I clicked. Every single one. Maybe, maybe he's done with his money now. Hey, Southeast Texas here. Southeast Texas. That would be like Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi would be Sandia, would be Mm -hmm. Southeast Texas. Southeast Virginia, the Liberty State is here. All right, look at these great people. Northeastern Missouri. Ha. Uh, Utah, Georgia in the house. Kansas City, Mo. We know there's more than there. PA, yep. Northeast PA. Well, we're so glad to have you guys here close, just north of El Campo. (laughs) I don't know where that is. Or Beaumont, right? Beaumont, Southeast Texas. Beaumont, the home of Bluebell Ice Cream. I don't know if that's Southeast. Yeah, it is. It's right on. No, it's right down by Louisiana. I mean, it's down there. Because when I came from, when I used to live in Westlake, uh, we'd come up through Beaumont, I think, uh, to get to Houston if I'm right. And so Beaumont, the, the home of Bluebell ice cream. Over here on Facebook, look, we got uh, Washington State, P- Mount Pleasant, Michigan, Tampa Bay. All right. Home in the house. Arizona, Oklahoma, Sarasota, Jacksonville. Bluebell, yum. Now that's, that's Red Robin, yum. <laughs> JC, my brain is fried today. I just thought we'd talk about a few things. In Hillsborough County, our emergency propaganda group just voted mandatory masks, uh, which is crazy because I don't know, I still don't know why, other than power, right? Yeah. Because they're, you know, they've, they've got this opportunity to do what they've wanted to do since they got in power. I mean, there is a handful of, there's eight members on this emergency propaganda group and there's a handful of them, including the mayor of Tampa, Castor. We call her Mayor Castro. Who's been wanting to lock down. She'd lock down the entire state if she could. 
That's sure. just who she is. And so she, they finally got their chance because now the state is opening up. They're doing more testing. So, you know, you got more positive COVID. But the death rates are not rising. As a matter of fact, they're less. The recovery rates are still over 99%. And they did this beautiful survey of people in Hillsborough County where they asked people, do you wear masks? Would you object to wearing masks? And 75% of the people surveyed said they already wear masks and they would still wear masks. So you've got 75% of the population voluntarily wearing masks. And then you have a portion of the population that you cannot force to wear masks no matter what you do because of medical exemptions. So I don't really understand how they're able to fool the people so much. I mean, you I, I'm in this chat room. I'm watching the crowd. The people are just full of absolute fear. And I went to Reason, JC, in the very first article on Reason, because, you know, this in this meeting, I've, I've had enough of the meeting because the doctors, right, the Florida Department of Health doctors, they trot out all their courtiers and they say the same narrative and they make people believe that either nothing else exists as far as fact and science or anybody who disagrees with them must not be worthy of consideration. Otherwise, they would be there. And so I go to reason. And the first article I see is daily COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. have fallen dramatically since April and the downward trend continued after states began lifting their lockdowns. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm listening to all these meetings and I'm listening to these things, trying to make my head not explode. The doctor, the main doctor for like weeks is saying I wouldn't mandate masks. Today, he changed his story. Um, and then they have all their experts come on and give statistics you know, that, that uh, you know, t positive tests come up and they forget that on April 20th, the, the Department of Health doctor said that, and somebody in the chat room just mentioned this, that globally it has been reported that these COVID tests have a high probability of false positive. Mm -hmm. So back in April, the expert said that the COVID tests have a high probability of a false positive. So now we have more people taking tests, more probability of false positive. The hospitalization rates are not up. The deaths are down. The recovery rate is still over 99%. And all the people in the chat room who are for masks believe that there's going to be bodies in the streets and everybody's dying. I don't get this. I just, I, I simply do not understand this. Is that the same crowd that said thousands of black people are being, unarmed black men are being shot every year or every day or yeah, something? Yeah, it's probably, ten, ten, they all come from. Tens of thousands a year? <laughs> they're probably all come from nine. the, they all come from the th same think tank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the they think tank, right? The vetted expert think tank. I don't know. I'm just crazy. Did you see this great article that um, our friend actually... This is an article uh, that I found on Technocracy, our friend Pat, Patrick Wood's uh, channel. I couldn't pull it up again for some reason. I couldn't find it. Anyway, the American public, yeah, and Technocracy News. That's our friend Patrick Woods. He wrote the book, what? 
Tech Technocracy Rising. Technocracy Rising, right. If you don't have that book, that, that is a must-read book. That is right up there with 1984 and uh, what Animal Farm. We were just talking about Animal Farm the other day. All right, so uh, Technoc Technocracy Rising by Patrick Woods. The American public is being spoon-fed a steady diet of pseudoscience in order to justify wearing of masks, social distancing, and contact tracing. Yet the actual science points in the polar opposite direction. Patrick says this is a clear sign of tech technocrats at work. Instead, these are the ones who should be exposed, shamed, and ridiculed. Mm -hmm. And yet... There's a definition, by the way, for those who... Oh. <clears throat> are unaware of techno what is technocracy. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, technocracy is the science of social engineering, the scientific operation of the entire social mechanism to produce and distribute goods and services to the entire population. So, so a bunch of self-proclaimed neo-sapiens who claim they are so much smarter than the herd that they have to organize and manipulate and control reality um, because we're too stupid. Right. I love this. I love this, this word here. I'll put this up here. I love this, these, these words, social engineering, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's just a way to make you not see them admit to propaganda and manipulation. Yeah. Like, that's exactly it's what like it is. Fauci and WHO and all those, those are, those are technocrats. Social so, so engineering. Oh, oh, it's science, and we got the data, and it's studied, and you guys are so stupid. We're the experts. So it's the cult of the expert. Right. Is technocracy, and and uh, man, this has been it's been the thing since at least the twenties. Like it was a big, big move. Yeah, in he the says 20s, these far utopian... back as the is nineteen thirty eight. It yeah. had the definition. Yep. Uh, that was their mission statement. Look, uh, Patrick says pseudoscience quickly emerged as the principal domain of technocrats. But they soon found that scientific debate with those promoting real science was most inconvenient to their social engineering goals. Mm -hmm. The solution was simple. Claim that their own pseudoscience was indeed the real science and then refuse debate by excluding all other voices to the contrary. Right. And, that, and that's what that's what's happening mm -hmm. in our county meetings, JC. Yeah. They refuse to let anything up. How when are people gonna stand up and say, look, it is not the government's job to convince me of a position. It is if the government has a job in any position, it should be to compile all the information, present all the information on both sides, and let the people make an educated decision. Yeah. I don't even need them to do that. But no, I, 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 no, I understand I'm just saying your if-then statement. If-then <laughs> statement, right? If-then. If-then. I just I just say get out, get the hell out of my life, mind your own business. That's that's my position. Exactly for these guys. Exactly. I mean, I don't need them to tell me how to live. And by the way, I'm not going to wear a stinking mask. I don't care who you are. So JC and I pop in after. I mean, the the whole mask thing already has me in a fervor. I'm a, I'm just I'm not happy about this. And um, we uh we go into the t-mobile shop and the t-mobile guy says hey do you guys have masks and we said no and he said well i can't i can't let you in here without a mask and jc said um i don't remember oh he said I, I, he said I kind of blacked out yeah oh okay <laughs> 
He said, yes, you can, because uh, we are exempt through the Americans with Disability Act. And the guy just, the young guy just kind of looked at us and he said, no, you have to wear a mask. I said, no, we don't. The, the Americans with Disability Act exempts us from having a mask. And, and then JC said, and guess what? The HIPAA laws prevent you from asking us what our medical condition is that prevents us from wearing a mask. So, yes, you have to serve us or you will be subject to a $7,500 fine and prosecution by the federal government. That was my mm. added part. I just threw my phone down on the counter said, I need this fixed. Yeah. As if that conversation was done. And he said, well, um, you know, I, I, I just doing what T-Mobile told me and, uh, you know, you, you, yeah. I'll, I'll help you this one time. I said T-Mobile's telling you to break the law. Yeah, that's what you said. He said, I, well, I just, I just, as long as I get paid. Yeah. I said, well, that's nice. Your paycheck is going to be uh, great when you have to pay a $7,500 fine uh, from the federal government for medical discrimination. He's like, it won't be me paying it. It'll be T-Mobile paying it. And so then JC gave him a little piece of paper. Yeah, because, well, I was in there to get a cracked screen fixed, right? So then they, he hands me this uh, post-it note with the number of the third-party insurer for the warranty, whatever. So I ripped a little piece off of the note that he gave me, and I wrote, uh, Nuremberg, just following orders. So I, I handed it to him. I said, I said, Google this sometime. Find out where you fit into things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is a $75,000 fine for the first ascent. Thank you, Liberty yeah. Cause. I, 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 I was wondering when I said that, because if you remember, I kept stumbling on my tongue mm. when I was trying to tell him. I didn't want to exaggerate, so I took the lower number that came to my mind, but I was actually thinking it was $75,000. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of guy that, sent that you know, he'd have sent the juice to the gas chamber, and I'm just yeah. following orders. Yeah, just yeah. Doing my, I'm doing, he, he literally said, I'm just doing what I'm told. Yeah, I'm just doing, I'm just what, I'm doing told. what I'm told. Well, here is something that you need to be aware of. There it is, $75,000. Had it right there. No business may deny you service because you refuse to wear a mask. Violation public, punishable by $75,000 fine. Uh, the Americans with Disability Act requires a reasonable accommodation to anyone who cannot wear a mask due to medical conditions. You cannot be forced to disclose any medical condition. Uh, and ironically, that's has to do with Roe v. Wade and the HIPAA Act. Your right to privacy of medical history is further protected by the Fifth Amendment. And so what we need to do is to simply become the sons of liberty and refuse to wear these masks and carry flyers like this wherever they go. Now that one kind of seems a little unprofessional. So I have decided that I'm going to make a very professional-looking one. And I'm also going to make one. That one? I like that. You like that one? Did you put it on the screen? Yeah, I like that one. You like it? Yeah, I think it looks fine. Yeah? It's a little blurry. Yeah, but I mean, you know, yeah. the thing itself looks good. Okay, well, I'll do it that way then. I just thought it looked a little bit unprofessional. I'm also, listen up. No. Uh, because what we need also, not only people who are willing to confront these businesses, right, we need biz patriotic business owners who refuse to comply. So you right? want a good, clear version of that and put it on your website? Yes. I can make that. Can you? Pretty quickly. Oh, sweet. Okay. Well, JC's going to make that for me. Um, also, I want to show you, I want to show you, I'll show you, JC, because I don't have it up on the screen yet, what I'm going to make for 
patriot business owners. Okay. There we go. To hang on their doors, it says, attention customers. Our governor has ordered all persons entering indoor facilities must wear a mask. If you have, in bold letters, if you have a medical condition that prevents you from wearing a mask, you are exempt from this order. Order, due to HIPAA and the Fourth Amendment, we cannot legally ask you what your medical condition is. Therefore, if we see you without a mask, we will assume you have a medical condition and we will welcome you inside to support our local small business. We are constantly sanitizing and circulating fresh air through the entire business every day. Thank you for your support and understanding. Very good. I yeah. like it. That sounds good, right? Mm -hmm. Well, here's why this is important in Hillsborough County. So we'll put these together on the website. We the same will put place. these up together on the website so Patriot businesses can access them. I'm going to have them on the website before we go to bed tonight, JC. Sounds good. Before we go to bed. Now, why is this important, especially in Hillsborough County? And I don't know about other places, but I want you to know that. Um, uh, will it work in the doctor's office? Yes, it has to work in the doctor's office, too. Every place of, quote-unquote, public accommodation, as much as it makes me to choke to actually use that, I figure if they're going to hang me to the wall with it, I might as well use it to back against them. ChrisAnnHall.com. ChrisAnnHall.com. K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com is where you'll find it. So why is this important for our businesses? Well, in Hillsborough County, J.C., our emergency propaganda uh, group, took the coward's way out. So Sheriff Chronister gave this really long speech about how uh, making this a, a, a second-degree misdemeanor uh, was overburdensome to the sheriff's department, that there is no way that the sheriff could enforce this as a law, and that people would have to, you know I mean, you're going to have calls, everybody calling in, there's a guy in here without a mask, he's going out here in a mask. He says, he says, my officers don't have the time for that. We don't have the resources for that. And, and uh, this is overburdensome. We, I'm not going to vote in favor of this. Hmm. And so... He couldn't just call on the SWAT team like he did for the pastor? I guess. He could have. But so they tried to remove the penalty of the second degree misdemeanor, mm -hmm. right? But then they got their panties in the wad. Uh, Mayor Castro and a couple others, well, if you remove the criminal penalty, then it's just a recommendation and there's no point in even having the order. Well, okay, but there right, you have exactly. it. Exactly. So now we've got to rely on Sheriff Chronister to not enforce this because he said it was unenforceable. So he has to not enforce this. But here's what they did. Do you know what they did? Catch this logic with me, J.C., they said, okay, we won't make it a second-degree misdemeanor for the people in the business not wearing the mask. We will make it a second-degree misdemeanor for the owner of the business to have people in their business that are not wearing masks. Strong-arm the businesses, business yeah. owners? You are going. they're turning the business owners into an arm of government enforcement. Not only that, you know what their logic was? Well, this will reduce the number of calls. Okay, so if you're coming out there because somebody is not wearing a mask to give them a ticket, or if you're coming out there to give a business owner a ticket because somebody in the business is not make, wearing a mask, what what's the stinking difference? You're still going out there. You're still giving the ticket. But now you're causing... Here's the thing, JC. Just what we saw at T-Mobile today, all the business owners are going to see is if I let you in without a mask... 
I'm getting a misdemeanor. And they're going to start violating everybody's, uh, you know, they're going to, what, what they call it, engage in medical discrimination. They're not going to hear the whole the ADA HIPAA thing, and they're just going to push everybody out. And so now what these cowards at the EPG have done, instead of having officers trained to deal with, I say that loosely, trained to deal with confrontation, now they're turning business owners and customers against each other. Do you see the hostile environment that they're creating? Because mm -hmm. they're a bunch of cowards and they won't actually take responsibility from a governmental level. They're turning the private community on the private community. Well, you won't have to go out there. They actually said this on the record. The sheriff won't have to go out there because the business owners will take care of it. How do you not know that this is a design to, to destroy the economy of America? This is not, you have to admit, this is number one, a design to destroy the economy of America. Number two, to destroy the community of America. Never forget that makes it easier, like it creates cheap uh, commodities for the banksters to buy up. Like when you oh, crash yeah. all these businesses, then then these these big cat banksters can go around, which is what they do when this happens. They go around and scoop up all the real estate, the businesses, and everything that yeah. they crashed. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that's and that's part of the shutdown. I mean, we were talking about that before. China can come in now and buy our farms for pennies on the dollar because we put our farms out of business because they had to destroy their own their own herds their own crops in order to you know not lose their their shirts mm -hmm. because they shut down all the production plants and all the shipping was shut down and all this other stuff this is a coup people this is absolutely a coup here's the funny thing JC while they're all debating this piece of legislation that they're going to enforce on private businesses, one of the, uh, the county manager wanted to include uh, government businesses in the mask mandate. Well, interestingly enough, the emergency propaganda group chose not to include government businesses in the same mandate that they gave to private business owners. And what was also interesting, while they were discussing employing a mandate on, on the public businesses, on the government offices, they were going to insert a clause that said that certain government offices could opt out of the mask wearing. Mm -hmm. So what's good for the pro what's a good yeah, mandate? They exempted the government. They exempted the government from the same private m mandate on private businesses. See how can that possibly be seen as the least restrictive means possible? That's the Supreme Court's standard. You have to have even if you have a compelling governmental interest, which you know is tyrannical. If you listen to the show long enough. You must do it by the least restrictive means possible. So if it's not bad enough to mandate on government offices, how can it be uh, bad enough to mandate on public business, on private businesses? This is just absolutely, 
absolutely sane. You want to see where this whole double standard of government gets you. This is where it gets you. Mm-hmm. This is trickle-down tyranny. This is the, the tyranny creep. I mean, it, it totally, not a, even the people who were against this piece of legislation, the three out of eight people that voted no, didn't actually make the connection that enforcing a, pro, a, a law on a, on a private business and exempting government from that law was not wrong. Not one of them said, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. That can't be right. How can we, how can we say it's mandated on private business but not accept the same law ourselves? Do you know our founders said that when those who make the laws are not bound by the laws that they make, they do not exempt us, or they do not represent us? Well, this emergency propaganda group doesn't represent the people of Hillsborough anyway. It's, it's not re- a, a republic-based group. It is selective representation where entire segments of the county are simply excluded. Our, our county commissioner is not part of the EPG. So if we call, if we write to our county commissioner and tell our county commissioner that we want something to, that we want the EPG to vote no, which I have, by the way, his response to me was, well, I'm sorry, I'm not part of the EPG. I don't have any control. Wow. How is that uh, not a violation of my right to legislation through representation? Yeah. I mean, he's saying I don't represent you, basically. He's saying I can't or will represent. Not, will not or cannot he, represent. He's you. saying I cannot represent you in this group because I am not a chosen member of this group. Yet this group can enforce, create, and enforce laws on me. That is not a republic. That is not a republic in any way, shape, or form. And then here we are, being told that we must comply. I have this. I wanted to put this up here because I liked this one you made, JC. COVID-19 update. COVID deaths, 120,000 plus. Allegedly. Allegedly, right? <laughs> because you know the guy who got hit by a car, you know, who tested COVID positive, died of yeah, COVID. Scam. Murders of preborn babies, 800,000 plus annually. And then you use their stop the spread hashtag. See, this is what we need to do. We need to take back the narrative we need to be the people who come forward and say we will not comply is the ada constitutional no. i know you're like you're like flipping it using them against yeah them, i'm but, using it against them no the ada is not, not constitutional there's right. no authority in the federal government to do that but you know what if they're going to wield the sword at me why who says i can't take it back and hit him in the head with it right I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying, if you're going to destroy my rights, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up whatever weapon is laying next to me, and I'm going to hit back. Yeah, makes well, sense. Problem is, that could, be made a th- that could be understood to be a threat today. You know that? Yeah. According to the Supreme Court of the United States and your favorite justice. That's what? Your second favorite justice, by the way. Oh, boy. Who's your second favorite justice? Uh, I don't know. It's Thomas. So... Here I don't we like go. Any of them. Well, I like Gorsuch. I like Gorsuch. I don't like any of the rest. Okay. Thomas breaks on, with court on decision not to hear a case of Kansas man's anti-cop threat. Breaks with court decision. So he wants to hear it. He wants to hear Kansas man's anti-cop threat. So a Kansas man threatened a cop 
No, it, actually. Kansas man's <laughs> anti-cop threat. Yeah. So Kansas man threatened a cop. No. Anti-cop. What? He threatened somebody. He threatened somebody. About cop? A cop. About yes. a cop. About a cop. So he didn't, th he didn't actually threaten a cop. He didn't actually threaten the cop. Who did he threaten? <laughs> I don't know. And but so what does anti-cop have to do with it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to get this picture off of here. No, I'm curious now. You have to, you have to explain. Okay, so let me explain to you. So this is about freedom of speech, actually. Let me put this. Let me see if that, that works. Nope, that doesn't work. All right. This is Kansas v. Timothy Bodinger and Kansas v. Ryan Robert Johnson. Okay, so the court, uh, so the Kansas City Supreme Court said that a law that um, the, what is, what is it that I'm looking for here? This law about uh, making a threat uh -huh. was overbroad and vague, okay? So Kansas Supreme Court said threats, quote, to commit violence in reckless disregard of risking of, of the risk of causing fear. Okay. That was the statute. To commit violence. Threats to commit threat. I'm sorry, right. Threats. They criminalized threats to commit violence in reckless disregard of the risk of causing fear. I'm going to punch you in the face. No, not even that. That would, that would rise to the level of assault because, well, let me put it this way. Well, I'm threatening violence. If, right, but that would still, if you were. Which might make you afraid. Right, no, but that would be still a crime. This is farther off from that. Okay. So if you were standing in front of me, JC, and you said, I'm going to punch you in the face, that's a crime because you have Okay, but there are elements, right? Right. It's and not I'm automatically a crime. Well, I'm going to tell you why it's okay. a crime. If you stand there in front of me and say, I'm going to punch you in the face. It is a crime because you have expressed an immediate intent, intent and an immediate ability to do so, standing in front of me. If you call me up on the phone and say, I'm going to punch you in the face, not a crime because we're not, there's not the immediacy there. But you Imminent have to, changer. You have, but you have to believe. Oh, well, yeah, I thought that, that's like a given. Right? No, I mean, I'm, not, I, I'm not going to bring criminal charges against you. I'm just saying I can file criminal charges. No, I'm saying charges. that's the element, the element that, Right when you, you when you talk about these things, you're talking about prosecution. So there's right. an element of you have to believe that uh, I'm capable of doing it and I'm gonna do it. And right? imminently I gonna I intend do it. To yes. do it. Capable so if that's and just, imminent. If that's just a saying, right? Because right? like that's right, a right. saying mm -hmm. in our circle. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. I say it. My buddies <laughs> no, no, say it. No. You I'm say punch it. Punch you in the throat. <laughs> yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke. Right. We, right. So. So what my point was, just saying that right. is not sort a crime. Sort of like fire in a cry, crowded theater. Just right. saying that is not a crime. You I should have been believe, clear. I mean to yeah. do that. And you have, and have the, ability. A, the present imminent ability to do so. Right. Okay. So a, a crime of, a viol of threat or assault in some places to commit, a, to commit violence in reckless disregard of the risk of causing fear is overbroad. Mm -hmm. causing fear. I mean, you don't have an imminence. You don't have the imminence factor there. So the Kansas Supreme Court said, no, 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 this is overbroad. We are not going to, and we believe that the Supreme Court will agree that this is overbroad. And then, of course, they gave some Supreme Court cases. Thomas says, no, 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 they're wrong. We need to hear this case. And here's the thing. Uh, let's see, we'll go down here. 
Oh, sorry. All right, it's up here. So Timothy Bodinger was convicted for telling the son of a police detective that he was going to end up finding his dad in a ditch. Okay. Okay. And so they prosecuted him for this threat. Now, the other guy, Ryan Johnson, was separately convicted for telling his mother that he wished she would die and that he would help her get there and that he was going to, quote, effing kill her arse. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Supreme Court overturned both conviction, convictions held that reckless threats are protected by the First Amendment. Okay. Because apparently mom didn't have any imminent, you know, I mean, seriously. Right. The if, intent wasn't if, there. The intent was not there. The intent was not there. But Thomas says that the states should be able to make a law to make that criminal. So what what Thomas is saying is that the Supreme Court cases that they reference does does not force the state to take on uh, the federal perspective. So now all of a sudden Thomas is for states' rights. And that the First Amendment should not be enforced by the federal government. And I don't get it. Meaning what? Meaning that... He, he wants to criminalize speech at he, the state level? He wants to saying? criminalize speech at the state so level, yes. he's... <laughs> let, me, let me understand this from what he says for state state sovereignty. So he, he is in favor of the states sovereignly attacking free speech. Yes. That's his stand. That's his pro-state mm-hmm. sovereignty stance. That's his pro-state sovereignty okay. stance. That's, that's typical Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. Because it's all about criminalizing stuff. Right, exactly. It's all about exactly. more That's criminal what we were laws. That yeah. is Clarence Thomas. It is. It is. Absolutely the, the, Thomas. The more reasons he can pile up putting someone in jail, increasing the prison population, Clarence Thomas will rule in favor of yeah. will will opine, excuse me. Opine. In favor Thank of you that. for that correction. Every there. single Thank you. Time. It's funny because over here on the Facebook chat, Rootman Gensing says that's every rap song. So every <laughs> right, rap song right. ever made is now a threat where you can be yeah. punished criminally. No, if you think like because people... remember, there's there's no there's no imminent danger here. Yeah, and there's no ability to to no apparent ability, and there's no that's, that's no an, provable intent. That's a nice function on your phone. So you have an incoming call and it says telemarketing. Yeah. Like you already yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, no, but that's so, I mean, people, you know, mouthy people. Like, yeah. It, mm-hmm. I knew tons of, especially in the military, I, yeah. I, I knew tons of these guys. Oh, yeah. Would just, they're just mouthy. Like, they would say threatening things like that right. all the time. Right. I'm going to whip your, like, so that would just, under Thomas's world, in, in Clarence Thomas' world, all of those statements would make you a criminal. Mm-hmm. So it's basically you, you've outlawed mouthy people. It's almost, it's almost like good manners law. You know what I'm saying? You're like, we're going to outlaw loud mouths. We're going to outlaw obnoxious people. Right. Right? We're going to criminalize somebody that, you know, just pops off. Right. When, when the, 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 the principle of the law, as we already talked about, is, is the intent. Right. It's not just somebody running their mouth. Right. Did he actually, was he, what, did he really mean this? 
is he when he says this? Does he really mean that's what he's what well, he plans to do? And he, is it about to happen? And does he have the ability to do this? Right. It right? Like, to, like Pee Wee Herman comes up and goes, "I'm gonna whip your," you know, like I'm not gonna believe. Maybe you mean it, but I'm not gonna believe you have the intent or ability to do so. But here's the thing, so Jason. automatically make you a criminal. It's not just simply the intent to do it and the ability to do it. There has to be an immediacy as right. well. So the guy who looks at his son and says, you're going to find your dad in a ditch. Okay, so maybe you start an investigation on the guy. Right. right? Maybe sure. you file a complaint and you put him on trespass warning. Yeah. Or, is is or he you, serious? Is he like, serious? Wait, is he on? really a threat to my dad? You know what it was all boiled down to? No, what boiled down to what the what Thomas doesn't tell you is that um, in this case, uh, Thomas P- Timothy Bodiger was upset because someone had shot his daughter's dog, and the police were refusing to investigate. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bodiger went to a convenience store where he knew employee was the son of the officer and told another employee that these people might find themselves dead in a ditch somewhere. And so... It's possible. Yeah, and then before leaving and returning again (laughs) to confront the officer's son, he says, you're the man I'm looking for, Bodiger allegedly told the officer's son, while visibly clenching and shaking his fists, that he had some friends up in the Paseo area in Kansas City. This is the son saying... This. No, this is the guy. No, but uh, the son is claiming this is what he said. Yeah, so it's not is... a quote from the guy. Right. It's not a recording from the guy. Right, right. It's the son saying this is what he said. Right, this is what he said. So I said allegedly told the officer's son, he had some friends up in the Paseo area in Kansas City that don't mess around and that I was going to end up finding my dad in a ditch. Mm-hmm. How is that, I mean, how is that even... They're so outside the realm of possibility of imminent. You can't even. Right. Right? So fine, investigate the guy. Mm-hmm. Right? There's Maybe that's warrants for an investigation. You have reasonable cause, to uh, probable cause to do some kind of an investigation, but you don't have any kind of, or, sure. well, I would say probable cause. You have reasonable suspicion. That's the word I was looking for. You have maybe some reasonable suspicion. He's angry, and he shakes his fist at him, and he's got some friends. So... You know what? Just keep an eye on the guy. Yeah, makes sense. Or put him on trespass or something. Or punch him in the face. Or punch him in the face. I don't know. But point is, is that this is not what... <laughs> as many times as I have said out loud that the, Feder- that the Supreme Court has no business being involved in disputes between people of, two, of the same state... Mm-hmm. Right. That they have no business enforcing their opinions, their federal opinions on state. We have Kansas City, the Kansas Supreme Court actually saying, no, we're going to protect this speech. It doesn't rise to the level of a crime. And now Thomas, under the guise of being states rights, wants to force the state to create to overturn what the Supreme Court of Kansas says is not a crime. To have the Supreme Court of the United States come in and say, yes, Kansas Supreme Court, it's a crime. <laughs> I mean, how do, you, how do you wrap your brain around that? I don't even think I said that right. Because it doesn't make any sense. 
Thomas says states have the right to make this law. The Supreme Court of Kansas says the law they made is unconstitutional. Thomas, the Supreme Court says we're going to side with Kansas Supreme Court and agree with them. And Thomas says, no, you have to force the Kansas Supreme Court to say that this is constitutional. Yeah. Look, can I brag on the show for a second? Because I, I was just, it just hit me. I know of no other show that that really explains the, the, the character of each Supreme Court justice's opinions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you hear reporting on the Supreme Court, it's just left, right, conservative, liberal, the, the conservative judges, the liberal judges. I never hear anybody but us mm-hmm. talk about the particular proclivities of each mm-hmm. justice where you can understand this is what they're going to mm-hmm. do. So, I mean, I would you know, characterize Thomas. If, if you look at a case and ask yourself uh, which, which direction of the decision would end up putting more people in jail or would empower the government to imprison or jail more people, then that's pro, that's pro Clarence Thomas, right? Yeah. That's Clarence Thomas where he's going to go. Mm-hmm. I, I've never heard anybody but us, uh, you know, really explain that. If people are looking at mainstream news, it's just the conservative justices, the liberal justices, and John Roberts. Right. So you don't really know. Yeah. Anyway. Why do people come in so, our chat room, JC? Bonus for you guys. Sometimes Congrats. our chat room, they, they just totally ignore what's happening in the show. <laughs> and it's that's, like that's every show. That's every show. Their own, that's, man. No, no, no. That's every show on YouTube. Every show I've ever watched because they're, they're, they're listening. Yeah. But they're, are they these listening? Are, the, are you guys actually listening? No, no. The multitaskers are in the chat room because there's always... A Frank Frank jokes about this. So it's like a separate conversation uh, going on. It's, it's oh, I'm topic. looking back here. It's all about Trump <laughs> and the United listening. Nations. I don't think we even mentioned Trump. No. Now the, the UN and I'm like, where are you guys? You guys are here. We're glad you're here. No, they're listening. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I, t- I told you. No, they're the multitaskers. And the then it's but any it's, knitting tips, Doctor Sean Barry says. <laughs> it, it's. But it's funny you have the other crowd that gets distracted watching the. Ch- and you're probably in this crowd. I know, right? Watches the chat room, <laughs> having am. the other conversation. Like mm-hmm. you guys are distracting me. Stop talking about something else. So <laughs> it's just different groups. Just people's brains work differently. I'm in the multitasking group. I'll be listening to the show and then having another conversation yeah. in the chat room. At I the do. Same time. Well, I do too, especially in these county meeting stuffs. But I just, I just worry about other people. You know, I'm. I'm the teacher, so I want you to pay attention in the classroom. (laughs) (laughs) You just have a smart audience. I have a very smart audience. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. Thank you, Icender. I like that. I appreciate that. It's just, it's just, and then I start, you know what? I look at that and I start wondering, what did I say (laughs) to get them going on Donald Trump in the United Nations? I was watching it. What did I say that made them go there and I'm thinking uh, did I leave something hanging out there and I need to address it or <laughs> it started with the COVID thing and oh, progressed in that okay. direction I was watching right. it while, okay. while actually I was watching and following the chat room conversation talking to you and listening to you <laughs> at the, so 
three things at the same time. Oh my goodness, that's so hilarious. So I was, I was interest, interested, and my interest was piqued. Um, we flipped on talk radio briefly while we were at, or right as we were driving up to T-Mobile, and I think it was Sean Hannity or somebody was on. Yeah, I and had the the hearing in my the county meeting in my right. ear. So he needs he was running through uh, a lot of this st- the statistics like people are going crazy mm-hmm. in these cities, crime up, burglary, uh, all this violence. So the Seattle autonomous zone totally out of control. People being shot, beat up, robbed. It's expanding into the city around the area. New York, same thing. Uh, Atlanta. They have a Chaz in New York. No, it's just this this fervor and this kind of lawless behavior. Because yeah, the Atlanta Police Department just checked out. They're yeah, and Atlanta behavior. and Chicago, something like 104 people shot over, uh, shot and killed over the um, Father's Day weekend. I think 14 of them were minors, uh, children. So out of control. But so I was thinking. And I said this to you, if, if Trump is reelected, that's only going to increase, mm-hmm. okay, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I also believe this, if Biden is elected, that's only going to increase. I believe that. So I'm, I'm wondering what you guys think in the chat room. So basically, I think saddle up, lock and load, protect yourself, because I think no matter which way this upcoming national election goes, uh, this stuff is going to increase, uh, particularly in the cities, or at least in the cities, not necessarily outlying areas. But I believe this stuff's going to pick up in the cities, no matter what happens. Because I think Biden, it gives them a green light. Uh, Trump, you know, it gets them incensed, and mm-hmm. they intensify what they're doing. Uh, so I think either way, that's... That's what the future holds. I know you're the well, forever optimist, but yeah, that's the way I see well, it. Well, that's why we need our In Defense of Liberty. I got the full page. This is the best class you will ever take in your entire life. Three days. Constitution training, hand-to-hand self-defense, handgun accuracy and precision, real-world shooter defense. When I say real-world, JC, I mean real-world, right? I mean uh, carjacking. I mean breaking away from being kidnapped. I mean, rolling on the ground, fighting and shooting at the same time. It's just something that you can't get in your typical range or your typical gun training class. You won't even get it in your typical self-defense class because there's so many things going on at the same time. And it's in Whitesboro, Texas, and you can get to it by going to chrisannhall.com. Now, now, the closer we get to September, well, let me put it, the closer we get to the middle of August, it's going to be impossible to get a slot in this because we only have a dozen slots. So you need to sign up now. And we actually have a payment plan so you can get your down payment in, you can secure your slot, you can pay over, uh, over the time until it's time to go. We have a hotel rooms blocked out so you can get a reduced rate at your hotel room. Uh, and it's not hard to fly these days. And I know you, were, you see people talk about the masks and everything. Well, the bottom line is this. 
the mask people, or I'm sorry, the mask people, the uh, airlines, the airlines are bound by the Americans with Disability Act too. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to wear a mask on an airplane, you have to tell them, I have a medical condition that prevents me from wearing a mask. And then they have to let you on the plane. Yeah, I'm with you, Healy. F masks. Yeah, right. I'm not wearing a mask. Not wearing a mask anymore. Screw you. I mean, we Unless did. I'm, I mean, t okay, so the only reason I wear a mask is to screw with them. Yeah, like, to, to torment trigger people. Them. Like, I have, a, I have this, this, uh, like, skeleton skull mask thing. It's, 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 it's the kind of thing, like, it hooks to the helmet. No, I uh, got it, dude. Yeah, I got so it. Oh. that's the only. Oh wait, sorry. That's okay. what I will wear, <laughs> with the intent of just messing with them. Totally. <laughs> there's Col There's JC's COVID mask. <laughs> uh, yeah, the mask that drops from above my seat uh, in the event of a sudden loss in cabin pressure. I I probably will wear that mask. <laughs> right. Right. But right. otherwise, it's just my skull mask. Yeah. I, and those of you listening, you have to go to the YouTube channel to see the picture. All right, guys. Let us remember to go ahead and hit a thumbs up while you're here. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Hey, JC, we've got a hater, somebody that doesn't like us. I wonder what I said to make somebody dislike me. Probably the guy that to trolls me on the Hillsborough County meetings. His name's John Callahan. And he's a total vile troll. And he just shows up just to call people nasty names and stuff. He's the one that told me, um, you don't even live in, in Hillsborough County. Why are you? You know, he looked me up. Well, he I can meet you where you up. live. Yeah, right? <laughs> you want me to meet you where okay. you live? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. And so um, go ahead and hit your thumbs up there and outdo the troll and his one thumbs down or her one thumbs down and see how that works for you. Uh, you know, and that's the, th that's the thing, like with that guy in the T-Mobile. I, f I feel like I should carry a like a, a wooden dowel rod around that I, I have to bite down on. Because, I mean, I immediately just, I really have to ratchet it down. JC gets, JC's, JC's, like nah, JC's one of those uh, um, calm waters run deep kind of guy. He, he, he will sit back and tolerate a lot, but there, he hits a point. I go from zero to a hundred in an instant. In an instant. Now it can take him a while to get there, or it can be one of the tweak points. It's a, yeah. If you get a Those tweak triggers. point, you get a trigger, and he's like, Ugh. and that's <laughs> one of those things. That, he told the me. Whole, he told me today. I was so mad. I want to burn it to the ground. <laughs> the yeah. And according to Clarence Thomas, that would be a crime. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut about Clarence Thomas because it would probably be like racist too if I say something. It would be like a, a, a threat against a federal official and some racist statement if I say much more. Did you see this, JC, speaking of racist But things. that's one of my trigger, that's a, that's a trigger point, right? Mm -hmm. That just following orders thing. Yeah. That, that yeah. sets me off. Did you, did you see this, JC? This uh, nooses in Oakland Park were exercised aids. What is, what is the ad to the right there? A bicycle underwear. It's like... Shorts with butt cheeks. Well, it's for riding a bicycle. Okay. Cycling underwear. All right. So here's the crazy thing. Watch this. Oakland's mayor said five ropes hanging from trees in a city park are nooses and racially charged symbols of terror. <laughs> but a resident said they're merely exercise equipment that he put up there three months ago. 
So what is the mayor doing? She's holding a hate crime investigation. They're conducting an all-out hate crime it's, investigation. It says the the the, the ropes oh, look like ropes with knots, yes. like you like climbing ropes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was exercising and had a plastic, uh, some kind of pl a plastic mm -hmm. pipe attached mm -hmm. to it. And she has dispatched. <laughs> People are out of control. She has dispatched a full-scale, citywide, in criminal hate crime investigation. After social media posts identified the noose, <laughs> the police noose. said they searched the area on Tuesday and found five ropes attached to trees. Five. They provided five photographs of trees. Some which showed knotted ropes and one that appeared to have a plastic pipe attached to the end of the rope hanging from tree limbs. But no noose. But no noose. But she's going to do a full-scale investigation for hate crimes. And the guy... The oh, guy told oh, him. Oh, oh, so the guy that put it up is a black guy. Yeah. Victor oh, yeah. Yeah, Singh right. Bay. He's probably yeah. from Africa. Yeah. See, that's the whole thing. It's like he's not an American. He's not African-American. Yeah. He's African. He's African. So And then American. Yeah. So <laughs> it's crazy because we have a very international church that we're at. Just a lot of, and there are lots of Africans yeah. who are not African-Americans. They're Africans. And they think so many of these, these Democrat, uh, Democrats in the black community, they think are idiots. They're, they're out of their mind. They're communists. Mm -hmm. so, so these people don't even think this way. No, they don't even think this so way. So here's this a black guy, probably black African, looking there. at his yeah, name. Yeah. Uh, there he is, right there. Ropes were part of rigging that he and his friend friends used as part of a larger swing system. He also shared video of the swing in use. He said, the "Out of stupider people." He said, "Out of the dozen and hundreds and thousands of people that walk by, no one has thought that it looked anywhere close to a noose. Folks have used it for exercise. It was really a fun addition to the park that we tried to create. It's unfortunate that a genuine gesture of." gesture of just wanting to have a good time got so misinterpreted by something into something so heinous. Idiots. This is... No, but every... You know, they look for that stuff. They, they try to create that sort of... So the black nonsense. guy makes the exercise equipment and the white mayor gets her, gets her panties in a wad and starts a hate crime investigation. Panties in a wad or does she wear those monkey butt shorts? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she wears monkey butt shorts. I don't know. Monkey butt shorts. Well, I think the whole world is crazy, save you and me. Yeah. Sometimes I worry about love, you. Love, Eric says, love your crazy neighbors. Love your crazy neighbors. I love my crazy neighbors. I, I don't, we don't I, actually I, have I immediately still, crazy neighbors. I could love you and still punch you in the face. I love you. That's called tough love, JC. Yeah. That's called tough love. I don't hate you just because I punch you in the face. It just may be necessary. <laughs> it's not. It's not motivated by hate. Just for like the if you record, come at me with a baseball bat, like I don't hate you. I'm just gonna beat the crap out of you because I don't right. want to get hit with a baseball bat. Right. Exactly. There's what you're saying is hate. hate is not the emotion. Yeah, it's not hate. It's it's self defense or yeah. basic. You know, correction. We watched that movie. No, it, like if you came at me, you know, you pull a gun on me and, yeah. and I have to shoot you. I didn't shoot you because I hate you. Now I the rumor's going to go along that JC disciplines his child by punching him in the face or something. Yeah, you know. 
<laughs> okay, this is no, not we, the time for a, a no. My son and I punch each other in the face money. for fun. Yeah, it's not discipline. It's yeah, exercise. Right, right. I, I can't <laughs> That's help. true. I mean, whatever. I can't help this generation of snowflakes. You don't know what you don't know what fun is. Right. Like, that's why you're such a sissy because, you know, I mean, all, all these sissies, all these college student little punk, you know, twits. Soy latte. Because you've never been punched in the face. Yeah. We've had this conversation yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. got a whole generation that's never been punched in the face. That's why you're so stinking soft, losers. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's like these preachers. Like, people look at me, you're a pastor, you're a preacher, you're, you don't strike me as a preacher. No, because you grew up on these soy latte drinking, sissy, skinny jean wearing preachers that has never been punched in the face. Yep. I'm a preacher that's been punched in the face and punched people in the face. So, yeah, I'm not like those guys. I'm a girl, and my dad and I used to duke it out. <laughs> just, come on. I mean, as a little one, you know, just it was yeah, just fun. Yeah, I mean, come on. Give me a break. You think the people who won World War II, like, were never punched in the face? You think if they were never punched in the face, they'd have won? <laughs> no. <laughs> Idiots. So soft. They're so soft. That's, you know, that's, and that's the thing. I laugh at some of them. Like, you know, like the Chaz people and oh we're gonna come to your town and you know whatever come on i've seen i've seen your twitter accounts i've seen your instagram accounts uh i'm not bothered by you R trust me yeah. come on bring 50 of you so we were in swan we were up in columbia county today the last weekend when the antifa was supposed to be coming down yeah, to share on. up the monument Please. they're not going yeah, bring a truckload yeah whatever. it's not gonna happen not in not in North Central Florida anyway. <laughs> we wish. All right, JC, we are out of time, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm, I got so busy today. I hope the day was a good show. I usually do a... I don't know. I, I usually have a lot more stuff going on, but today hey, man, we, just, cool. we just had a chat. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. We will see you tomorrow. Peace.